Bush and Richie here with your Home Time Show podcast, uh, the final one of the week. Normally, as you get towards the end of the working week, you get more and more tired and want to treat yourself. Richie, tell everyone what you have snagged for your tea this evening that I'm very jealous of. <laughs> the moment uh, the show finished, uh, obviously you're hearing the podcast here, but the, the moment the show finished, uh, I'm heading downstairs uh, and uh, firing up the oven. I've got one of those four pounds... Like not as in sort of like weight wise, but but four pound cost rack of ribs to just slam Ooh. in the oven, put some sticky barbecue sauce over, and I will be chomping through those in around about half an hour's time. Like a modern Henry VIII. And we've earned it this week as well. We've had all sorts of technical problems and stuff like that as well. You know what it's like working from home. Uh, is it one of these ones that comes with a sachet of the sauce with it that you put on top? Yes, it will be. Um, I also then bought some very dirty oven chips to to do as well. Uh, But I know my wife well. And uh, because she doesn't like uh, a brown plate, I've bought bought a pack of spinach for about a quid that I'm just going to wilt. And then at least there's something green on it. There you go. A a cursory nod to the world of uh, healthy green (laughs) food. I love it. So a little trip down memory lane to start the first hour of the show. I asked you at the top of the hour to picture in your mind's eye your first ever wage packet. If you're of a certain age, that would be a brown envelope. But they still do the whole brown envelope thing. But it was a great feeling to get rolled up notes in there with a couple of pound coins and then maybe a big old 50 pence piece rattling around. Uh, the reason I mention it is that um, I was joking with our eldest daughter Erin yesterday about her going out and getting a summer job as soon as she's old enough and all that kind of stuff. And I told her how much uh, I earn per hour for my first job back in the day, 2,000 years ago. Uh, and weird thing is, right, as the words are coming out of my mouth, my job, an hourly wage, was sounding like they used to be when my dad told me about it when I was a kid. Do you remember, like, your parents telling you what they used to get? They'd be like, they'd get 3p a week. And you just think, what's going on? Were you a chimney sweep? What is going on? Uh, my first hourly jo- uh, wage was as a pot wash at Chandler's Restaurant in Brixham. Uh, and that was £1.50 an hour. Uh, and, you know, you think about that now, that just seems absolute madness. I do think your hourly wage of your first job is a date stamp, a time stamp of a particular thing that is indelible and will stay with you for the rest of your life. And it kind of puts you in a certain age bracket. Do you know what I mean? Richie, what was your first hourly wage and what were you doing? Uh, the only wage that I can remember was my was my Sunday paper round, and that was I got three quid for the paper round. Of course, the Sunday one—that's the one with the it was the supplements, it was the big fat papers, oh, yeah. it was a heavier round. It was three quid for that. But what I also remember was getting the three quid at the end of the round, and then immediately parting with at least a good fifty p of that on a boost bar. So if you think about it, money-wise, a sixth of my weekly earnings I was then spending on a Cadbury's boost to walk myself home with it was ridiculous it's uh, uh, that news agent was laughing all the way to the bank with that kind of deal wasn't he yeah. that's for sure yeah. uh, kev wells says two pounds 75 an hour photocopying in an estate agents he says easy money uh, and hide julia who's got back in touch saying one pound 75 an hour to pack screws and wall plugs in my late teens we'd line all of our pot noodles up by the kettle at lunchtime dead classy jeff dreyer has tweeted to say his first ever job was corn detasseling in the US Midwest for $3.25 an hour in the mid-80s. I couldn't even tell you what was entailed in uh, detasseling corn. 
Uh, I wouldn't know what to do. Wouldn't know what to do. Uh, Thomas, uh, I think his first job has actually helped him. £3.60 an hour making candy floss donuts and ice cream at a local theme park. But Thomas goes on to say, I can't look at candy floss in the same way again. Probably helping out your teeth, fella. Oh, no, what a shame. That'd be a nightmare, though, wouldn't it? To do first job, a thing that you would down the line definitely love, but it's been ruined for you because you've had to see it every single day. Uh, Phil Bradley says, £1.86 an hour. He tested computer games for US gold after quitting college at 16. That's very cool. Uh, Right, let's put this theory to the test with Rich. What was it? Working in a butcher's shop. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine working in a butcher's shop is character building. Tell us about some of the slightly eye-watering things you had to do. Uh, It was arriving at 8 o'clock in um, no matter what the weather, winter, summer, and it was um, just basically cleaning up after it seemed like the Friday before, really. So the the task involved um, like cleaning the yard out, um, clean like the mincing machine out. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the worst job that I doubt was mopping the floor uh, in the fridges where all the meat was hung up on racks which you had to take off, scrape off and then mop it up in a mop and bucket. And then occasionally, because obviously they're quite big fridges, someone wouldn't know you're in there and they'd slam the door on you and you couldn't get out. Oh my. So you'd be banging on the door to get out and then someone would realise you're in there. Um, all for princely sum of £6 for five hours' work. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and I look oh. Now and you think, why, why on earth did I do that? But I mean, back then, you didn't, you know, six quid was a lot of money. But <laughs> Are you still enjoying sausage rolls? <laughs> I love sausage rolls. Good man, it's not put you off that. The only benefit of the job, really, was freshly baked sausage rolls, which were then cooked in the kitchen and then served in the shop. I tell you what, though, in a, in a weird kind of uh, assassin-type way, there's some good skills down the line in terms of cleaning up after yourself and being methodical. You kind of remind me of Harvey Keitel's character in Pulp Fiction. Do you know what I mean, Mr. Watts? Trust you. Yeah, you've got, yeah. You've, you hose people off in the garden and then uh, get some clean clothes and dispose of it. <laughs> Don't give away your trade secrets there, Rich. Don't give away the trade secrets. <laughs> Cheers, fella. That's all right. A very specific £3.13 an hour for Kirsty, who was clearing tables at the Woolworths Cafe uh, when she was 17, uh, dating herself back in 2003 for that one. Absolutely love those cafes that are above department stores. Best things in the world they are. Uh, Vaughan says, my first proper job was at an ice rink. I didn't care too much about the money as I drove the Zombini ice resurfacer and I was the first to skate on freshly laid ice each and every day. Very, very cool machines they are. And then Nate says, my first job, like Richie, paper round, six quid for it. But the bloke left the unsold top shelf grot where we marked up the papers. <laughs> every cloud, every cloud. Claire has got in touch uh, for some pot wash chat with Bush, haven't you, Claire? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, uh, I mean, I was a pot wash too, got the tattoos, like serving in the 42nd Air Cav during the Vietnam War. Uh, What were you doing? What were you washing? Where was it? A local little independent restaurant in a small town in Essex. And I used to do like a midweek night and a Friday night. And uh, yeah, a whole £12.50 for my hard work from 5pm till could be one o'clock in the morning. 
Now, maths-wise, how does that stack up compared to Bush? He was £1.50 an hour. Yeah, I think I'm probably a bit more. I think I might have pipped him here. (laughs) It was such a job of jeopardy, though, because the pot wash and all the... I mean, I worked in a lot of kitchens in Devon over the years. The pot wash used to be the the butt of all the practical jokes. So I I moved from pot wash up to the bloke who made the sandwiches in Brixham, Mm -hmm. and the guy who took over from me as the pot wash, he got put through his own washing machine at one point by the chefs as a joke. Christ alive, we never did anything that bad. I was I was sent out for some blue dye for a steak, uh, and we obviously <laughs> did. <laughs> Character forming, though. Character forming overall, don't you say? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it kept me in the catering industry for 25 years, so, you know, it can't have been an overly bad experience. Fantastic. Thank you, Claire. My pleasure. Thanks very much, guys. Take care. That's your lot. Final song of today's No Repeat Guarantee here on Absolute Radio. Kicks off again on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Monday. It's home time. Speaking of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, uh, I was uh, making an appearance this morning. The designated representative of the Home Time Show uh, to oh, find yeah. out the result uh, of uh, which Valentine's card had won the competition. You know, we were designing them uh, for Thoughtful.com. Dave Berry Breakfast Show designed one. We did our Home Time one with Roy Pak Choi in the front. Um, I decided um, that uh, it was probably best um, if um, if I took the results, just in case it went the wrong way. I, I was protecting your interests, Bush. Yeah, I don't want to be hosed down in a market square by local police. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like uh, like footy hooligan. Actually, on the football angle, you going to this reminds me. Remember we sent Prince William to find out whether we got the World Cup or not? That's what it was like, <laughs> you in the crowd. <laughs> That's exactly it. And here's what happened. And I can say that getting a very impressive 6,566 votes and, in your opinion out there, creating and marketing the best Valentine's Day card, it was... Home time. Roy Pak Choi. Unbelievable. Not Roy. I laid my face bare for all to enjoy. I even put the scissor marks around my face. (laughs) Beaten by a twerking Pak Choi. It's a new low. We um, we are delighted to have picked up the win, but Dave, I, I, it is awkward the the slight that this is this, this is placed on your face. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, don't highlight it, Richie. I know how I'm feeling. <laughs> yes, I feel like I kicked him out when he was down there. I feel a bit bad now. No, it was perfect. You put the boot in. Dave put his face <laughs> on the line, and that's what happens. We won it. Thank you to everybody who voted. That is amazing. Roy Pak Choi, the twerking Pak Choi, is the best Valentine's card. You can get it from Thoughtful's website right now. There's still time, thoughtful.com. And I feel like we should do some kind of... Uh, uh, if this was more normal times, we'd definitely book an open-top you know, bus tour with the trophy or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, with a big, big daft mock-up of the card at the front, holding it and waving it to the thronged millions. Well, what a fantastic uh, club mascot he might be going forward. If anyone's got a football club and they want to, they're looking for a mascot, Roy Pak Choi. He's a hit with the, the people. He's the people's person. They voted for him. But the thing is, when you sit down today or tomorrow to write that Valentine's card for Sunday, what do you write inside? Writer's block may well hit you. I'm wondering whether the solution to this is actually staring us in the eyes, or is it <laughs> staring us in the ears? Uh, because oh. I think... Well, <laughs> 
what we could do is is lift lyrics from Absolute Radio classics uh, and put them straight in, and it would work as a fantastic Valentine's greeting. Let me give you an example with thanks uh-huh. to Foreigner. So you could write, Dear Valentine, I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Kind regards, Richie, for example. I like that. I like that's um, that's because it is sometimes you get this kind of uh, uh, blank. You draw a mental blank when you're trying to write down like how do you yeah. put your feelings into words and maybe resting on actual lyrics from actual songs is the best way to go. But the great thing is your recipient, they might not necessarily be as up with music as, as we are, as the Absolute Radio family, right? So they might open the card and they'll be like, oh, what lovely words, what wonderful words. Yeah. And they don't know it's a seminal soft rock classic from the 80s. Which are one of my favourite bands ever is Rage Against the Machine. So you could, you could maybe <laughs> use something from their Killing in the Name hit and it maybe write down, and now you do what they told you, now you're under control, and now they do what you told you, now you're under control, and now you do what they told you. Now you're under control. And there's other there's other lyrics in there which probably aren't so radio friendly, but again, it gets the vibe, doesn't it? Kind regards, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Keith is suggesting, might as well face it, you're addicted to love. A little bit of a cheeky one with a bit of a wink. I like that, Keith. Uh, Amanda, like uh, taking some, uh, some Beatles with all you need is love. Love is all you need. That would work nicely in the card. Uh, Steve Prince has gone with uh, Smith, the Smiths, which is not your usual place that you go for, for kind of like lovely soppy moments. But he says, if a double-decker bus crashes into us, to die by your side is a heavenly way to try- die, which is... Uh, uh, there is a line that never goes out, which is a fantastic uh, bit of uh, uh, lyrics there by uh, Morrissey. And Bright Light on Twitter says, uh, completely opposite to what Steve's done, stop right now, thank you very much. <laughs> which is great Spice Girls line. <laughs> right, Alison is in Preston with some lyrics for us from the songs for the inside of a card. What have we got, Alison? Oh, yes, they were from Run To You by Whitney Houston from the Bodyguard film. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. What have we got? With them. And it, it said, um, I want to run to you, and if I come to you, tell me, would you stay or would you run away? Okay, so it's like a two-step approach here. Someone's running at you, and then, then they get to you, they ask you, are you going to stay or are you going to run off? Yes. Would you then keep pursuing them? What, in terms of a, of a relationship, if you ran to someone, then they start running away. Are you chasing or are you saying, well, that's as far as I'm going to go? <laughs> I'd probably stupid to start chasing, but then halfway around yeah. I'd run out of breath and thought, no, I'll stop. <laughs> well, that is amazing. And is that Bodyguard one of your favourite films? Yes, yeah, and I used those lyrics in a Valentine card and they worked. Uh, tell us more, what happened? Um, oh, it was um, a fellow teacher that I fancied. Um, I was a teacher myself. And I, um, it was a time of the, when the Bodyguard film came out and I sent, that card, sent him a card with those lyrics in. And, and it, it worked. worked. It went out for a while. Yes, it did. Fantastic. Well, there you go. We've got a tried and tested actual uh, song line here. So, Alison, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Uh, Julia. Hey there, you with your sad face. Come back to my place and live it up. Love, Julia. Yes. That's great work. Loving these. Alan Jones says, I'm counting the steps to the door of your heart from Don't Dream It's Over, Crowded House. A little bit creepy, creeping up to someone's house. But <laughs> otherwise... Lovely sentiment. Well done. <laughs> Just a slight favour that some of these are turning. Uh, Debbie with Thorn in My Side, That's All You Ever Were from the Eurythmics. Debbie says, could have been on a few of my cards. 
Come on now, please. Let's, let's keep this in the spirit to which we want it to head on a Friday night. And Ryan Woodward says, and with those angel eyes, you set me on fire, baby, from wet, wet, wet. <laughs> oh, Marty. Oh, I want to say a huge thank you to my friend Paul McFater. Uh, he's a Scottish fellow. He's from Glasgow. Good friend of mine. He's a board game guy like me. And he's just sent me a uh, a link to something to do with Scottish gritters. And I was like, hold on a minute. I'm not clicking that. I have had a look. It is safe for work. It's an amazing thing. It's, it, the app is called Traffic Scotland. And it's a live map showing the location of all of the gritters in Scotland right now. So if you click on it, you can see where they're gritting north of the border. And the thing that's amazing, and I didn't know this was a thing, uh, in Scotland, they have funny names for all of their gritters. So if you look on this map now, there's the there's Mary Queen of Salt, Gritalica, Sweet Child O'Brien, Salt Disney. Um, you only grit once. And what else have we got here? Hello, Gritty. And Bear Chills is on the map as well. So firstly, is the naming of gritters, funny names, a thing? Does it happen anywhere else? Secondly... Just a bit of a challenge here for the final hour of the Hometime Show. Can you combine pop culture and cold weather to create a new brilliant name for a gritter? I love stuff like this. This is the kind of website that I would I would waste my time on for hours. Um, I've had a look, Bush. There's there's even like real Scottish ones. Are they like Tamo Salta? Very very good. Uh, a little nod to the Tamo Shanta. I think it's fantastic. I love this. Hayley Turner says, uh, these are the names of the new Warwickshire Gritters that have just been unveiled. Usain Salt, Professor Chris Gritty and Gritter Thunberg. <laughs> Snowby Gone Kenobi is another good one as well. And then Janie says, Sandwell has got uh, its own collection of uh, funnily named Gritters. Ice Swan Cyril, Dame <laughs> Julie Salters. And here's my favourite one, the Greatest Snow Van. It's a thing. <laughs> Hats off to Warwickshire Council for in the in the midst of the pandemic for for recognising uh, Chris Gritty. I think that is brilliant. Um, <laughs> Sally Hamilton's 10cc ice block holiday. We've got the snow chain smokers. Great suggestion from Therese. Although actually, this this could actually be in existence. Uh, she is saying in Paisley you could have, or there may well be indeed already. Plaulo Grittini uh, as a nod oh. to the son of the town. These are so good. Charlie Garrick says Roger Saltry. Julia's gone for spread seven. And uh, very timely, this text from Nick. Roy Pack Ice. Not quite Choi, but still the winner of the night. <laughs> we'll have it. Now, when you talk about pop culture, I think Stephen is stuck in the 80s. Not that that's a problem. Uh, you know, absolute 80s. A place in my heart for that. Stephen says Dire Skates. It's very good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, quite, I quite like Fun Boy Ski. I think that's very good. That's not bad. It's good. It's getting there. A different vibe uh, from Andy, who's gone with uh, Queens of the Ice Age. We like that one. Sure, uh, Chris cool. has gone with uh, the Blue Toes. Uh, but I think my favourite from from Mal Kaiser Chafes quality. Little uh, little hint as you head into the weekend uh, regarding wilting spinach. Um, sling in plenty of garlic puree if you want to make green leaves a little bit more interesting. Love that! I'm going to do it. I'm going to get myself some of these ribs. I'm so, honestly, I can't stop thinking about it. I'm so jealous. 
<laughs> you've been listening to the home time show on absolute radio when you go home you've been listening to the home time show the, the last bit, bit of the no guarantee. guarantee soon may your tea will come you can watch tv in your tracky bottoms until then we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel the home time show is about the essex loop the bird invasion and i hate for bing the home time show we speak of pundit shoes and a lass called leona soon may your tea will come you can watch tv in your tracky bottoms until then we'll play you songs and maybe send you a tea towel